You're listening to the Old Guys Talk Metal and Sometimes Punk Podcast. 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 All right, you're listening to the Old Guys Talk Metal and Sometimes Punk Podcast. Today we got Michael Anderson, retired FBI agent and lifelong metalhead. Yeah. Here with us to talk all things metal. Why? Because we can. Because we can. And we do. And we will. Now we're going to do it right now. Let me tell you, man, it's pretty (laughs) cool to talk. I always love talking to fellow metalheads, man. I mean, especially he sent me a pretty cool email. I'm like, who's this dude following us on Facebook? And then I'm like, <laughs> then I saw the email, and he's like, I got 4,700 CDs of molten metal. <laughs> I'm like, right on, man. Then he's, but then he's like, we're gonna get together for some beers and some lunch or whatever. Yeah. Happy hour and talk about some weighty issues such as Tim the Ripper Owens. We're gonna talk many, about Tim the Ripper Owens. Many insane side projects. How many side projects Tim, Tim oh have, Michael? Oh my God, I've got every one of them. Charred Walls of the Damned. Uh, the Beyond Three fear. Tremors. Beyond Fear. Spirits of Fire. Spirits of Fire. You didn't tell me he was a Tim the Ripper Owens fan before. Winter's I got in Bane. Winter's Bane. Winter's Bane. Winter's Bane. Right? Yep. And he's working on a, and actually the Ripper, if you want him to, for Father's Day, he'll come and do you know, a shout out to you. But I'll actually sing a song for you if you send him your song, and you can actually have him sing a song for you for a price, of course. And he'll do he'll sing on your tune for you. I'm going to send that to my father? No. Oh. <laughs> for like a Father's Day gift, if you have a metal head. my dad would be like, what the hell is this? <laughs> well, if you had a metal head dad, the Ripper would call him up on the phone. But if you had a song or whatever your band made and needed a singer on it, you send it to the Ripper for a certain amount of price and he'll do the lyrics and sing it. Huh. Pretty cool, huh? Wow. Which is one of the many things he's doing because he's also on one. KK's Priest. KK's Priest. KK Downing's new project, KK's Priest, coming KK's out. KK's Priest. Yeah, they have that one song out right now. Comes it, out in August. It comes and out let's in August. not forget that he also is the singer, Iced Earth, right? Yeah. Well, he's, all, he's also Iced, the, he was on Iced Earth, Ingve Malmsteen, Ingve Malmsteen as well, and, and, and he sings on the uh, on the Dio uh, hologram project. Yeah, he's part of Dio's oh. Disciples mm. when Dio Returns yes. tour, as opposed to the Last in Line with uh, Vivian Campbell. Yeah, right. As opposed to that, but he was also in an episode of Bar Rescue too. I don't know if you saw that Ripper's Rock House what? out there in Ohio. You're kidding me. And, of course, it's, unfortunately, it's gone now. On Bar Rescue? It was on Bar Rescue. He needed help. So the Bar Rescue guy came in and yelled at Tim the Ripper Owens? He did. <laughs> I love that he show. obviously didn't know who he was dealing with. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, unfortunately, it's closed. He's spying in the parking lot. Why is this guy's drinking vodka? So it's closed now, unfortunately. You know, it was closed. Didn't yeah, make it. He tried to make it, but, you know. It was an all-metal bar, but it's hard to make an all-metal bar. Not everybody can be eligible. Even here in Arizona, all-metal bars don't quite do it. They had a couple out here. It you got Alice Cooper's, bar. Alice Cooper's Alice bar. Alice Cooper's bar was gone a long time ago, my friend. Where uh, have you been? I don't know. I You've never been went. Here. You live here. <laughs> I never is went that there. metal or is that more No, hard it rock? wasn't even metal, dude. It wasn't even metal, man. Wasn't? I mean, we love Alice, you know. It was cool. The girls had that makeup on and everything, but it, it, it's gone. Oh. So besides that, I mean, who has more <laughs> side projects, man? Uh, Tim the Ripper Owens or George Lynch or Mike Portnoy, maybe uh, Billy Sheehan. Billy Sheehan's got some great ones I just watched on. Have you seen Gen X? The one he's got, the new one he's got on there. No, Billy Sheehan's Gen X. No, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I've been watching it on Facebook. He's got this other guitar player guy. They do a bunch of just all the all the classics of like '80s hair metal and stuff like that. Billy Sheehan's still just a great guy. Just a great guy. Oh, he is. Yeah. And one of the best bass players in the world. And a really cool little band. He's got a little trio. And he's, yeah, of course, he's still playing with the Winery Dogs and uh, Sons of Apollo. He right. even uh, he's got uh, Talos back together, didn't he? <sighs> I don't know. I saw Talos back in the day. I don't know if they're back together or not. I saw or them over for Evey's Rising Force and a Marching Out Tour. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that was a long time ago. <laughs> right. 
And of course, Billy wanted to be with Dave Lee Roth band. We know that. It was right. Steve Vai. Yeah. Okay. Of course. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to leave Van Halen, right? And you, who are you going to rob Eddie Van Halen? Go get Steve Vai. <laughs> you know? Get pretty much, like yeah. That. that was pretty much it. Yep. Pretty much yeah. it, man. So, other things you want to talk about here. You sent me little questions you sent me in the in the email. Oh, okay. <laughs> you think you think Janet Gears gets annoyed by Dave Murray or whatever? Janet Gears. No, no, Dave Murray. Dave gets Murray annoyed. getting annoyed by Janet Gears always twirling the guitar on his stage. Oh my Remember god! Remember he does that live in Maiden shows. Yeah. He's always going nuts with that. Yeah, he does do that. And he's lucky he's still in the band because you know they're yep. and they kept him in the band. Yeah, when Adrian came back, they they let him stay. Yeah, he's kind of uh... right, but I kind of dug that though because that's one of the things I really loved about Maiden was now they got three shredders. But doesn't it feel too busy to you though? Not really. The two guitars. I think they do good. I think it's really cool that they did that. I, I like that. Yeah. So the first time I saw him with the three guitar players was probably I don't know twenty years ago. Yeah. Whatever it was when when they toured with Dio and Motorhead, okay. And um, on that tour, I think that was the first tour they had with the three guitar players. And I was like, you know what? That's pretty damn cool if you think about it. That they're just like, hey, we're all here and we were all in the band, and let's just go out there and tour and let's just do it. I thought that was great, and they're still doing it. Sure, and I mean it's pretty cool they left them in there. But whatever happened to Blaze Bailey? <laughs> oh man, those two albums were insufferable. I'm yeah. sorry. The Excrement Factor was the first one, right? Yeah. And then, uh, virtual reality something. I mean, I like virtual the guy. like uh, virtual like five or four yeah. or something like that. I liked him in Wolfsbane, but yeah. Maiden was not. He a went good the fit. way of John Karabi. Calling <laughs> <laughs> the Wolfsbane. Nice. Yeah, poor John Karabi when he joined Motley Crue. Who remembers John Karabi and Motley Crue? Nobody. Hooligans Holiday. Hooligans right? Holiday. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, come on. it is so hard. This guy's got some deep knowledge over here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe we might have to have you back another day. This is unbelievable. He does. I mean, yeah. That's why exactly why he's here. Because I mean, you know, if you're meddling lifelong, Wolfsbane was is his first band. That's where he took it from. Wolfsbane. Come on. People. But unfortunately, he didn't work really well in Maine, man. People weren't buying it. You know what I'm saying? People didn't buy it. You can't go from the yeah. air raid siren Bruce Sigiston to Blaze Bailey. Like, you well, you know, you're trying to be a pseudo Bruce. It don't work that way, man. What's amazing is they play a couple songs from the Bailey era, the Klansman. Yeah, the Klansman. Yeah, the, the other one, right? I think the um, 3 a.m. or nothing like that. Well, we already all know that I'm a Paul Diano fan. But that's I love just, Paul Diano. Yeah, yeah. He had a forget. Yeah, I'm just gonna fight with Paul Diano in what, Switzerland or Sweden. I did, yeah. <laughs> Switzerland, yeah. I was gonna fist fight with Paul Diano. <laughs> so, Battle Zone or Praying Mantis. He was doing, uh, he had an Italian band backing him up, and it was just Paul Diano does the first two records of Maiden. Yeah, Paul Diano does Maiden. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and Battle Zone, it lasts too long. The Battle band Zone. spoke zero English. Yeah. So that was kind of confusing for him and everybody else, but they were really good. And uh, he didn't show up for sound check, and um, I've told this story before, whatever, but he didn't, he didn't show up for sound check, so. I just did what I would normally do for any other singer, which is to turn the monitors up as loud as they can possibly go without feeding back. Yep. And he got on stage the first song, and he looked over at me and flipped me off, and I was like... That was it. You don't flip off the sound guy. Don't never make... No. <laughs> so I just looked at him, and I was like, here's this motherfucker that didn't even show up for sound check, and now he's flipping me off. You know what I mean? Which was yeah. just like, whatever, dude. You're still Paul Diano. I still love you, but whatever. So I just turned his monitors off, and he looked over at me, and he goes like that. Yeah. Which to me means that he was insulting my mix. You know what Why I mean? Why didn't he just tell you that up front? Because I never even talked to him. Oh, because he, he just walked up. on stage, yeah. right? 
so then he he came over to the side of the stage and at that point I was I was I was ready to go to blows but yeah. he, but he was like hey it's okay man I just don't use monitors I'm sorry they didn't tell you that I was like how could they they all speak Italian how do I know <laughs> yeah. he's like they don't, we don't I don't use monitors it sounds great just leave it in the side fills or whatever yeah. I was like okay okay that was it it was yeah. an easy it, after that so point it was a love affair after that at that, at that point the show was easy yeah because that's literally the biggest qualifier when you're doing monitor mix the bigger the, the biggest single issue and they try to drag the lead out singer and, and they try to drag you out and tour with him after that because he spoke english yeah i did i did tour with him <laughs> so it was okay you passed I went to eastern with europe with him a little bit so it was cool i got to do a bunch of shows with paul diano he was super cool he always wore like an adidas jumpsuit which i never quite got he was kind of dressed. Jonathan Davis. He dressed a little hip hop. Yeah. It was yeah. a little bit weird because he's. Run DMC. Cause he's, <laughs> cause he's yeah. It was, and he's English too. And then uh, later on, now this was before he went to jail for uh, charity for charity fraud. Later on, I found out because I I, I did sound. Oh, for, I did sound for uh, Uriah Heap one night. Yeah. And the sound the the front of house sound person for Uriah Heap, I recognized her because she was Paul Diano's front of house mm-hmm. person. So I was like, hey, remember I met you in Switzerland? She's like, oh, wow, yeah, that's right. Okay, blah, 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 blah. You're the guy that fought with him or whatever. I was like, yeah, remember we went on tour? We went and did a bunch of, we played the Adriatic, right? A bunch of states over there, wherever yeah. they are, Croatia and all those yeah. places. Um, <laughs> I can't even remember all the names of them. Bosnia, Herzegovina, and all those whatever. Okay. The Adriatic. Okay. So um, anyway, she was like, yeah, yeah. So, so have you talked to Paul lately? And she's like, yeah, he went to prison. I was like, what are you talking about? He went to prison. He went to prison for, uh, for, for what was it again? For fraud. For charity fraud. Charity fraud. <laughs> so How the like hell does that happen? Off like a GoFundMe type thing? No, no. He or... did like a charity for whatever, like, I don't know, cars for kids, whatever the hell it is. Yeah, and took the cash. <laughs> yeah, took all the money. <laughs> <laughs> their kids are waiting for their money, you know? They're all like homeless. They're like, right. And, and there's Paul Diano in, in his, in his Adidas in, jumpsuit, you know? Yeah, sitting around in rags, and he's, like, he's just off in his Adidas jumpsuit. Smoking cigars, wearing a gold chain. You know what I mean? I don't know. Way to go, Paul. No wonder you're in ma- not in Maiden anymore. Good work, buddy. Oh, my God. I don't know what's going on with him now. I'm sure he's fine. But, yeah, at the I, time, I thought. Yeah. I don't think he has a U- an active U.S. passport. I don't think he can come back in the no, U.S. No, he can't come in. He's I have no of, idea what happens. He's kind of heavyweight now these days. And he's in a wheelchair, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's he's disabled now a bit. But he yeah. still thinks he's the best singer maid never had. You know? No, he, he admitted. <laughs> he admitted the Bruce <laughs> But he came back out again and said he was. So, recently. Not that long ago. He kind of waffled and went back to what he was saying. No, he's just delusional. No, he's delusional at an old folks' home somewhere. He's better than Blaze Bailey. I'll give him that. Okay. Yeah, he's better than Blaze Bailey. Okay. I love the Diano years because they're the punk years of, yeah. of Maiden. Yeah, right? those are good you can tell Steve Harris wrote all the songs. It's all bass-oriented. You can tell every like, song is written by Steve And then uh, his uh, Killers project was good. I think yeah. he did yeah. two records on Killers, and that was those yeah. good. Solid. Yeah. Yes. I liked. I mean, the first time I ever saw Maiden was... Uh, Gosh, I must have been like, I don't know, 15 or 14 years old. I saw him on MTV, and it was um, Paul Diano mm-hmm. was the singer. And I was like, wow, that's kind of cool, because I was into the Dead Kennedys and all these punk bands and stuff like that. I was not really a metalhead at that point. But then I saw Maiden with Diano, and I was like, wow, there's something kind of punk rock about that. This is something really harder than punk rock going on here. Yeah. Because a lot of the, I mean, at that time, they have no way like Diano dressed, you know. It was more punkish. And the only other metal bands at that time that I remember 
being around were like kind of like hair metal bands. And as you remember the story when they played the uh, when the Soundhouse tapes came out, stuff like that. They could have made it before if they did. Maiden did because they were offered if, if they turned punk, they were offered a record deal. But right. Steve Harris, like you know, we'll see you in like ten years or so. Whatever, we're not doing that. Right. <laughs> you know, and he stuck to the guns and looked like it worked out because it's probably one of the biggest bands in the world, if not the biggest band in the world in history. Yeah. But still yep. can't get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I was ready for that. Oh, God. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Don't get me started on that. 100 million no, no, albums, no, 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 and you still can't get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I know. We talk about it, but they let the Foo Fighters in. Don't worry about that. Yeah, but they didn't let Shaka Khan in, which is just as insulting as far as I'm concerned. Because Shaka, Shaka Khan does Khan. not belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes, she does. Just because she's so hot. You and your buddy Jay-Z. Hey, there's a good time <laughs> to your hate of Def Leppard. Uh, Phil Collin just did a, a gig with Shaka Khan. Oh, Shaka Shaka Khan. Some charity project. But wow. how long does it take Randy Rhodes to be dead in the grave before he gets into the Rock Roll Hall of Fame? Come on. 2021. Come on now. So this this just ties us into another point. I want to do a show called uh, Rolling in Their Graves. Remember, they wouldn't even let Priest they wouldn't <laughs> let Priest in either. No. No priest. Why not priest? It, it doesn't make here? any sense, man. Look how long it took to rush to get in there. And Deep Purple took and forever. And Deep Purple. Come on now. Yeah. Right. But you look Guns N' Roses in there. And Nine Inch Nails is and in there. And Nine Inch Nails. And, yep. no and the Go-Go's. The Go-Go's. The Go-Go's, man. Over Iron Maiden. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got to take a break. Hold on. <laughs> I got, let's do this. Let's set a date for the Go-Go's and Iron Maiden to play in a, to play a stadium. Who's going to put more people in? Yeah. Go-Go's or Iron Maiden? Today. Let's go. Yeah. We know that. We already know that. You know, the, who's going to put them in a stadium in Colombia or Mumbai? That's right. Or Chile or anywhere like that. Yeah, no. they, yeah. they're not going to put them there. No, and is no, Linda no. Carlisle going to fly the plane? No, she's no. not going to fly the Go Go's plane. <laughs> <laughs> she does. Her good lips luck are to sealed. Go Go's people. Her, Her lips, lips are, are completely sealed. Totally, totally sealed. <laughs> so it should be the rock. It should be the rock and rock. The music hall of fame, not the rock and roll hall of fame. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you do all music, just make the music hall of fame. You know what I'm saying? And put metal in the basement. Yeah, right? yeah. Where is this museum? Cleveland. Cleveland, Ohio. Oh my God! So I heard they do have a Joey Ramone statue out there. Is that true? I don't know. I've never been. I heard they have a Joey. I Ramone don't want statue to go. I'll defecate in the in the statues there. Okay, so let's just okay, let's just walk this back a minute. Jethro Tull. What do you mean? Win the first Grammy for heavy metal? Talking about that? Yeah. Beating out Metallica's one. Right. <laughs> this is where it's all kind of going back to. Let's, let's say it again. There's no flautist in metal. I love it when uh, when Metallica <laughs> when Metallica finally won. Lars said in his speech, "I'm just glad Jethro Tull didn't put an album out this year." Right. <laughs> and then of course the, the Grammys. They don't put them even put them on stage or in the. You just hear like a footnote. And by the way, earlier in the evening, you know, Hailstorm won or whatever heck gonna happen in this moment or whatever. Right. You know. But they let Ghost come up there one day. Ghost got the Grammy. They came up there all fully dressed in the Pope outfit. And Let's, give Let's give them that. Let's give them that. Papa Emeritus and all those ghouls. We'll give them that. Okay. Other than that, I'm not giving them anything. No, I give them nothing. So tell me, <laughs> tell me, Mike. Can I call you Mike or Michael? When we went Mike talk. is fine. So what was your very first metal album you bought with your own money, oh. man? You went out to the rec- remember, remember oh, record stores, gentlemen? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you went out to the record store, you're like... I'm on my way, man. I got my I bought a couple of lawns. I'm on my way to get a couple. I got albums. my twelve bucks. Got my twelle yeah. bucks, and I'm heading to the record store. So it wasn't just buying a record and that being my first metal album. It yep. was a it was a spiritual awakening. Ooh. At Carlson Music, 
you know, they would sell like these old tiny organs and stuff, and then they have a little section with with albums. And I Where's go this? in uh, Alexandria, Minnesota, oh. small town between Fargo and Minneapolis, middle of nowhere. Yep. So I go in and I see Van Halen Fair Warning. Nice. And I look at the cover, and I just love the cover. And so I'm in a small town, the radio, there's nothing on metal, hard rock, nothing. I had heard Dance the Night Away mm-hmm. on the radio maybe once, and I thought, eh, it's okay. I saw this, and I have no idea why I bought it. But And, and I, I go home, and I put it on that you know, old-time turntable. I had these, I remember these distinctive blue headphones, and I put them on. Pioneer I tr- headphones. Might have been Pioneer. They, they weren't really expensive, but they were nice. I mean, they were effective. I, I dropped that needle on Mean Street. And I heard the begin that beginning riff on Mean Street, and I was just like, "Oh my God, I will!" I, I mean, it it was just unbelievable. I just went wild with with my hard rock, heavy metal, uh, you know, purchases and just doing all that stuff after that that album. So to this day, that album is just to me the greatest album of all time, as far as. Music and you personal. know what? Everybody wow. musicians alike, and everybody seems to think Fair Warning is the best Van Halen album ever a great made. Album. Is a great yeah, album. I mean, I remember buying Fair Warning also, and uh, I think I bought it at Circles, Circles Records, and uh, yeah, it was in the in the Paradise Valley Mall. Yeah, and I rode my bike there, which was like seventeen miles Just in the summertime. <laughs> in the summertime, <laughs> commitment. <laughs> I, I totally remember buying Fair Warning. That was a great record. So you made home uh, with the album out melting in the heat? <laughs> no, I didn't buy it on album. I bought it on cassette. Oh, cassette. Still, melting in the heat. Is it well, worse? I'm just saying I had, I had a, a little Walkman thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, you jamming on the way home? Yeah, I, I, I rode my bike to school listening to that record over and over and over again. That was a yeah. great record. So I, I had it on album. So I, you know, it was Mean Street. Uh, Dirty Movies, Sinner Swing, and Hear About It Later. I played those over and over and over. And I love Unchained, too. Yeah. Uh, but, the, Unchained, but that yeah. side, over and over. And uh, and that, you know, I parlayed that into my first concert, ended up being Diver Down. I missed nice. the, the Fair Warning Tour. Mm-hmm. And here's a fun fact. You know who opened on that tour, at least in Minneapolis? Diver Down? Zebra. No. <laughs> After the Fire. Do you remember that band? After Dear Commissar. Oh, oh, yeah. No, Commissar. Uh-oh, oh, yeah. The Commissar's in town. Uh-oh. Why in the world would they have them I, opening over Van Halen? I, I have no idea. I know why. <laughs> why? I'm going to tell you why right now. Go ahead. Because they were the biggest thing in Germany, and then probably Van Halen went and opened for them in Germany. You think so? Yeah. No, and Van Halen was established by then. They were established by then. They wouldn't be open for that, those guys. Oh, and all I remember is the keyboards were just, I mean, just so excessive. And mm. I suffered through that opening band because it was my first real concert. So, you know, you get there early right. and you're going to see the opening act. And then suffered through that. And then, you know, Roth comes out and does his thing. And I was just like, I was sold. And so then it was, so it's about 120-mile pilgrimage from Alexander to Minneapolis. And we right. went to... You know, Power Slave Tour, Born Again, Black Sabbath, Ted Nugent. Um, uh, Born Again. Yeah. Nice. So, I love that so album. So I've seen the Sabbath. Nuge. I've seen the Sabbath Nuge. with Ozzy, Dio, and Ian yeah. Gillen. Wow. Uh, and wow. I love that record. And everyone, I do too. You know, people think that Come on. Killing it. It's one of the Burning best the covers ever. Uh, trashed. That yeah. weird Zero the, the Hero. hero. Oh, that man. weird little naked baby I, on the, the cover. The devil baby, like <laughs> Rosemary's Baby, a little satanic baby on yeah. her. 
God, and I they had a, their stage set had a Stonehenge. That was right yeah, at the time Stonehenge. of Stonehenge. Did they really? The Stonehenge, they had a yeah. Stonehenge stage they did. set. They did. They did. That's right at the time of. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that album does not get enough. Oh, enough it it's gets credit. Even after that, too, man. I mean, I hear is Ozzy and Dio, but what about the rest of these albums, man? <clears throat> I, I stand by what you mean. What a great tour. I saw Dio oh, with Sabbath on. on the Black and Blue tour, Blue Easter Cove and Black Sabbath. Right. Yep. That was a great tour, too. But I mean, what can you say? I mean, there's so many good. I can't think of a bad Sabbath album, really. I can't think of one. I can't really get. I can't think it's so bad. Forbidden? I don't want to listen to one. What about the Tony Martin era? Uh, Tony Martin is a good singer, though, man. But it, I don't know. It just he didn't seem I to mean, mesh not, for me. Some with of my some of my favorite records by that's them. That's a hard gig to fill. I don't like, care. like yeah, for, it's for, impossible. Let me, let me yeah. give you one that people always argue about. That's Technical Ecstasy. Yes. People talk about that record as being weird or wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I love that record. People I think say that the same thing about Never Say record. Die as well. That it was phoned in by Ozzy or whatever because he was near the end. Yeah. But yeah. I love Never Say Die. Mm-hmm. And of course, then we got Heaven and Hell and we got Mob Rules. Yeah. Oh, you know Ma- so Mob Rules is one of the first albums I got after Fair Warning. Yeah. And oh my God, Voodoo. What a yeah. brilliant tune. Mine is the sign of the Southern Cross on there. Yeah. That's I love a great that song. Tune. And and like I don't know if you're like me when I went to record store. I look, I saw album cover like I said, Eddie. You know, I'm like, yeah. what is going on here? Yep. What is this weird monster on the cover of this album? And Mob Rules, a really cool cover. Mob Rules. Whoa, so man. for me, the ultimate fake out on that is I bought Uriah Heep, Abominog. Nice. Yeah. And yeah. I look and I'm like, God, this is evil. And so I put it on and I was like, what? This sucks. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, it's prog rock. Yeah. And you know what? Uriah Heep doesn't suck. I like Uriah Heep, but it's not metal. It's about trolls yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so. I know. I, 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 I kind of get, get sucked in by the Grateful Dead covers, too. I'm like, this is like some kind of weird skeleton. So I bought one. I'm like, what the hell is this, man? So I went back to the record store and got my, got my Venom Welcome to Hell album until I changed it for Welcome to Hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, they got, they got, can I play this for a second? Put it on, man. Like, no, yeah. I, I, I think the Grateful Dead are great. They're fine and everything. Yeah. But yeah, it is a little folksy. But not yeah. for Metalhead. That would be yeah. metal, you know? Yeah, no, when I'm in metal. that mood. The guy didn't tell me when I bought it. It was some kind of like jam band thing. But then I got yeah. my Venom, so I was okay, you know? I mean, if, if they And my it, Possessed yeah. album, The Seven Churches, they got this. Anything with it. mandolins, I'm not going for it. <laughs> mandolins. No, you bust out the mandolin or, the, or whatever that is, the lute. I'm just yeah. like, whatever. Yeah. One album I bought, just based on the cover alone and loved it, was Riot, Fire Down Under. Mm. Swords and Tequila. Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely right. Love right. They still have that crazy, I don't know what kind of bird thing that is, that hawk thing. Yeah. They still use the same mascot with the bird head in the bottom. Like a purple spandex yeah. suit kind of thing. It's like that, like that, like the like the man of like the man of war album covers are all like buff on there, a little <laughs> like ripped. Right, like Boris Vallejo. It's like, what the hell's going on here? Am I homophobic by liking Man of War, this album cover? I don't know. Am, am I am, am I am I well, I can't People are like you. What are you gay? I'm like, well, no, dude, it's Man of War, man. <laughs> it's a spandex ballet. Blow Bobby. your speakers and rock and roll. Blow your speakers. <laughs> Fighting the man. world. Fighting the world. <laughs> right. What's wrong with that? I, can't, no, I didn't make the album cover. Not my fault. Not my fault, man. I, I wasn't the do. one wearing spandex. No, you know what I mean. It's like Venom. The Venom covers when they really looked at Venom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you listen to the music and you can't even believe it. You can, man. Let them wear that, spandex. But then of course you, 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 you got the nudes. We're in a loincloth. Oh, God. Running around annoying. Like, That's a little like, different than wearing Lycra. So yeah. have you ever seen, have you gone to Nugent and see him go across the stage on the rope? Yeah. Swinging on the rope, yeah. 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 Man, that was wonderful. Too bad he's gone uh, yeah. a little crazy. 
Yes. Yeah, well, you know, we, we just, well, we just did our whole Nugent show, and yeah. we talked about this ad nauseum, right? I mean, he's the Nuge. He's the Nuge. Cares. The guy's a freaking shredder. Come on, the Amboy Dukes, man, Damn Yankees. Yeah. Stranglehold is a Yeah, Stranglehold. Yeah. Wang and, Dang, Sweet Poutang. And who, yeah. <laughs> what do you do? This is just what the doctor ordered. Cash Scratch Fever is like an anthem. Who cares? Who cares what his politics are? And I one of my care. favorite album covers of all time, Cash Crash Favorite, is, is whacked out Ted Nugent in the cover. Yeah, that's right. And his veins yeah. are popping out. Right? Yeah. yeah. The that guy was, doesn't uh, get any, the guy is a scream dream. I'm sorry. Scream yeah, dream. Yeah, yeah. You but can't like, get any more rock Cash Crash Favorite is big head on there. <laughs> <laughs> what about like, the what cover the? where he's shooting the, the bullets out of the- Weekend Warriors. Yeah, Weekend yeah, Warriors, man. State of Shock, though, I think is my favorite Nugent record. Yeah? Yep. It's got a lot of good deep cuts that you don't you don't see on the uh, on the greatest hits albums, and uh, it's good stuff. Come on, and the new was it was not, wasn't he like Miami Vice one time? He was. He was on Miami Vice. He was, and wasn't some yeah. What album did he? I had some crazy. He's a drug dealer that got but you know brought he, down by he the beat up by he beat up Don Johnson or I get in a fight. I don't know what happened. Man. <laughs> I would have beat up Don Johnson. <laughs> would you? I'd be wanting just for the linen suit. Yeah, the linen suit's pretty bad. So did you talk about his super group reality show with Sebastian Bach? Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to talk about that. <laughs> and then, like, what, Jason Bonham. And who's the other guy from uh, all the tattoos? What's his name again? Rudy Sarzo? Who was the bass player? No. No, it wasn't Rudy, no. No, it was a guy from, uh, God. It doesn't matter. Whatever. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, we didn't bother come. going into that. No, but we did but go to the Yankees. And, yeah, the yeah. Supergroup didn't last at all long. And I'm the still dudes. waiting we went for Savage Dukes. Animal to release an album. Right? Yeah, That's Savage Animal was the name of the band. <laughs> <laughs> Savage Animal. Oh my I god, love that. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> but apparently, nobody get get all these guys together. Come on, nobody can see the work of Sebastian Bach. Nobody can really see the work of the Nuge anymore. Yep. So what are you doing, Jason Bonham? I think is still in Foreigner. So, I mean, I don't know what he's... He's in Foreigner. He in foreigner? Yeah, he was in Foreigner. Yeah. Which one? The only one they got left. There's two Foreigners. Because uh, didn't uh, Grandma... Graham, what's his name? Lou Graham? Lou, Lou Graham. Graham. Lou Graham quit. He's done. He's like, ah, I know. Health issues. But I Lou think Gra- he's but, out. No, because, because look... He I'm, was in that one with Lou Graham. Lou well, Graham I'll tell you, I've mixed both of them. Yeah. There's the Lou Graham band, which does all the Foreigner songs. And then there's also Foreigner. What was Lou Graham? Mm-hmm. With a new singer. Well, who's, yeah, who's, Kelly Hansen from who's, Hurricane. Yeah. Who's really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. And and Kelly Hansen from Hurricane. <laughs> Remember? Hey, that's yeah. not a bad record. I love Hurricane. They're good. We're going to have them on the, on the hair metal show when we get to it. We should. Yeah, we're going to. Yeah, we're going to have to. Yeah. yeah. We will. I mixed both of them. And uh, Lou Graham was pretty beat up, man. But he got up there and did it. Yeah, he, was, he if, finally retired. Just like Phil Mogg says, he's done with UFO. If UFO continues on without him, it's fine, too. But Phil Mogg is the only one left in UFO, right? Yeah. But it doesn't really matter because they keep touring. Phil Mogg gets his paycheck. You don't care. Yeah, Pete yeah. Way just died. Pete Way died. Raymond yeah. died. Paul yep. Raymond died. Right. Yep. 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 So if you if you like early Foreigner, check out Black Sheep, his, uh, Lou Graham's first record, or first band. Uh, two, two, uh, two releases with the Black history, Sheep. The history and the yep. mystery this guy yeah. is bringing yeah. up. Exactly. Good stuff. Lifelong metalheads. That's what we do. <laughs> That's it. Bring and by the way, here. my very first concert I ever saw in my life was UFO, where they oh. recorded Strangers in the Night album. I was at that wow. show. International Eddie Amphitheater. It was with it was UFO, Iron Maiden, and Judas Priest. That I was your that. first wow. show? In fantastic. International Amphitheater, now bulldoze over. Wow. Gone. It that was my first show. Blew the place up. Yep. What tour was it for Priest? It had, a, it had to be the Point of Entry Tour. 81? I remember, yeah. 
And sure, they, was it, it Hellions? No, it wasn't Hellions. No. It had been point of entry. I was so young, though. That's an but underrated I, record. Absolutely underrated. I know, what a we, great we, record. We talked about this nauseum as well. <laughs> Is it better than British Steel? Well, like, I'm like, no. no. But, no but, <laughs> it has uh, its moments, man. No, he man, thinks, I think it does. I think it's Oh, good. now here's the debate. Why do you think it does? Why? How can you beat British Steel? Isn't heading out to the highway on that record? Yeah, yeah. what else? Yeah. Hot rocking. Hot, hot rocking. Well, come on, hot rocking. Where he's lifting weights in the yeah. video. I mean, right. <laughs> right. I've done my share of working out. It's I want to go to place where I can scream and shout. That video is about as good as Dio on the, good as deal on the roof for Holy Diver and some, on, with a sword. <laughs> the video's a little faggy. The chain mail on and stuff. a little faggy. Yeah. When they're all sitting there with their shirts off, pumping iron at the beginning. Was it Holy Diver? <laughs> or was it Rainbow in the Dark? It was one of the two. Right? Rainbow in the Dark, well, dude. Rainbow in the Dark was off of the Holy Diver. Wasn't he? When is he? Yeah, but wasn't he on the roof? There, was it Rainbow in the Dark video? We had the with sword. With his Hessian boots on. And, uh, yeah. Uh, the rooftop yeah. in London. Well, he had the yeah. ch- chain mail on. I think it was in, yeah, I think it was in L.A. <laughs> at least he had chain mail on. Let's give him that. <laughs> Okay, so we got hot. It was not in L.A. We got hot rock, and we have heading out to the highway. What else we got? On the point of entry uh, record? I'm not an Solar expert Angels, on every single Desert song. Plains yeah, but what, then, then what do we have British Steel? Living After Midnight? Living Breaking after midnight. the Law? Breaking the, the Rage? Law. Stealer? Yep, Stealer. You don't have to be old to be wise. That's you right. point yeah. there. Yep, yeah. yep. Hmm. It was kind of, I can see what you mean. It's kind of a toss-up. But of course, I don't know if Brit- it's even a toss-up. But, but really, British Steel broke them out. Oh, yeah, it absolutely. Really did. Heading the Highway did well, but not as... As big as British but Steel. But the real breakout was uh, Screaming for Vengeance. Of course. Oh, yeah, well, of course. We know that. And about the Us Festival and such. Uh, yeah, I mean, and what it, it's a solid album start to finish, too. Screaming for Vengeance is mm-hmm. just... It's it's a monster. Oh, masterpiece. And you know what? The great thing about, about Priest... So what do you guys think of Turbo? Oh, my God. Which one? Wasn't <laughs> there two awful. parts? No, there was one part. It was going to be two parts. But the big... Parental Guidance and Rock You All Around the World are just flat-out embarrassing. But some heads are going to roll. No, that's on uh, uh, oh, that's Defenders, Defenders of Faith. Defenders, yeah, Defenders, Defenders of, Faith. of Faith. I don't know. I kind of like Locked Tur- In isn't bad. Locked In the is a bad. The song Turbo is okay. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what, but, though? Oh, but they man. follow with Defenders, right? No, no after but, Turbo was Ram It Down, which wasn't great. Defenders but, before Turbo, then. Yeah. I'm trying to remember mm-hmm. the, the discography uh, in my brain. Yeah, Turbo came out second. Defenders and then Turbo. Because I love Defenders of the Faith. Yeah, that's it. It's the Sentinel. But then Turbo came because they had to make the synth thing. Maiden, yeah. somewhere in time, same thing. Same thing. Yeah. It was that. That was the era. It was the time. It was the era. You know. Yep. Then they got all glammed out. Yeah, but you know what? But then they <laughs> came back with Painkiller after. Yeah, and, 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 yeah, but you know what? Pre- Rob, Priest, was, Rob was probably embarrassed. KK was embarrassed. <laughs> I mean, Priest has come, Priest has come back with the hardest music they've ever oh. done. Yeah, and and Andy Sneap is is terrific. You know, as a replacement for for uh, for Tipton. Yeah, and Richie Faulkner had replaced KK. Yeah. Um, you know, Firepower is a great record, and Redeemer of Souls is a good record. Yeah, yeah. Redeemer of Souls is good too. Mm-hmm. Nostradamus, and, and, yeah, not so much. Well, but not you know so what? Much. They've taken no prisoners. Yeah, they, they literally have taken no prisoners. I'm not going to say they're they're not on the same level as Maiden, but they've had a great career. Oh, no doubt. And they've rocked it. I think they're the same level as Maiden. You think? Priest and Maiden, yes, they go hand in hand. I think. You think? But, I think in that. I mean. You're not, not selling on shows like Iron Maiden at the stadiums anymore. They're not doing that. I've seen them play with They're Pur- doing festivals. I've seen Judas Peter Purple. They have, they have to drop half of the, cut off half of the arena with right. the curtain because they couldn't sell the arena out. Right, yeah. yeah. 
pretty sad because back in the day they would sell the arena out. Right. Well, back in the day, yeah. yeah. Deep what do you think, uh, Michael? What do you think of Rob Halford's projects? Like Halford or love them. Fight is fight. Oh fight. my god, I love fight. Fight is great. I saw the War Awards uh, tour at the Whiskey in L.A. And this guy, he must have been six foot seven mm-hmm. and thick. Yeah. And he had on overalls and no shirt. And he put his arms out straight out so he looked like a T. And he did helicopter spins and cleared out the pit completely. <laughs> and the, 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 all the brutality of that record. And then um, A Small Deadly Space was the follow-up to yep. War Words. Fight is great. Halford solo. Halford. It's great. They also did um two, right? Was it yeah, two with uh, John Five? Yeah. And you know, if you're if you're into the kind of the alternative industrial thing, it's not bad. Yeah. Um, it's better than Turbo. So yeah. wow. um, it's a lot of yeah, albums better than can't Turbo. Miss. The only thing his Christmas songs, uh, I'll pass with Halford's Christmas songs. That's Well he did it with his own kids, right? He did it. He did with, a signing uh, over recently in Tempe of his little album. I think he did it with um so Ian Hill is married to Halford's sister. Yeah. And I think he did the album with maybe the sister or some family member. Yeah. You know, maybe as a favor or something. And I don't know. Um, whatever. You know, good for him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, experiment away. Well, would you rather listen to? Would you rather listen to? <laughs> would you rather hear the Turbo album or Ernie albums by Blaze Bailey and from Maiden? <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Jeez, <laughs> there's a Hobson's choice. Um, <laughs> it's a toss-up of uh, how much you actually stand. I'll go with uh, Lulu by Metallica. How oh, you going with Lulu? <laughs> Man, that's hardcore. It's going with Lulu from Metallica oh, instead of the Iron Maiden, Blaze Bailey ears, or Turbo from no. Priest. What? No, no, I'm, I'm kidding. Lulu is the Lou Reed Metallica so, project. Lulu. Because I'm a completist, I have Lulu. Yeah, I did listen Me- to it. I'll never listen to it. I mean, again. Dude, I love Lou Reed, man. I, I, I do. do I think he's yeah, great. I'm a huge Lou Reed fan. But definitely. combining those two, not so much, man. No, I don't know. I mean, I have a soft spot in my heart for Lou. Um, I don't know why they did that, but it's kind of like putting Post Malone with Ozzy. It's not, not right, oh, man. God really? help us. Oh. <laughs> do you, have you guys heard Ordinary Man? Yeah, Ozzy's latest. Yeah, so first first track is great. Under the, the graveyard has that Post Malone in it, right? Post Malone and Ozzy. Yeah. Oh no, 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 no. No. So I was thinking about this the other day. There's no question Ozzy has worked with the best guitar players ever. Sure. But then mm-hmm. who's second place? Who's second place? He had Ozzy's worked with Iomi. He's worked with Randy Rhodes, Zach Wilde. Jakey Lee. Lee yep. Gus Jakey G. Lee. Right. Uh, but then who's second? And you could make an argument that Roth and and Hagar are right there. Yeah. Roth has played with Van Halen, Steve Vai, John Five, mm-hmm. Jason Becker. Right. Yep. Um, and then uh, you got Hagar, uh, Eddie Van Halen, Joe Satriani, right. Eric Johnson, yep. Ronnie Montrose, yep. Neil Schoen. He you did a record yeah. with Neil Schoen. Seriously. So, you know, and then you got Dio with mm-hmm. uh, Iomi, Vivian Campbell, uh, Richie Blackmore. Right. Yeah, Craig Goldie. Uh, Craig Goldie. Who is number two? That's a good question. <clears throat> That's a really good question. I'm going to have to say know. Hagar. And this is the debate going around now that. That Jakey Lee is actually better was better than Randy Rhodes, which may be true. You know what I'm saying? If you listen to Jakey Lee, especially Badlands, I mean Badlands, you can't say bad, Badlands. One man. of my favorite albums of all time is Badlands. Right, album Badlands, Badlands, yeah. Right. Right. Red Dragon Cartel mm. and everything he else. He did some solo done. records. A Fine yep. Pink Mist was his first one. Yep. That's pretty yeah, that good. Nice. good. That was Fine really Pink good. Mist. Yeah, that, that was really good too. Mm-hmm. And he should be on the show tonight, but 
We forgot about Jake. We'll get him in the next show, Guitar Guys. We'll get him in the next Guitar God show, yeah. We put Buckethead instead. <laughs> Have you guys been to a Buckethead show? Yeah, of course. Oh, my God. I love that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who thinks about putting a, uh, a KFC bucket on your head? And just <laughs> I saw him with Bootsy and Praxis. It was a great band. Yeah, Bootsy and Praxis, Praxis yeah. I, I saw him uh, just a couple years ago at the old BLK Live in Scottsdale. It's closed. That's mm-hmm. one with the swimming pool back there, which is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. I, did, I, did I, a bu- I did a bunch Live, of shows yeah. there, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so he gets out there. And he's got on kind of a welder's mask, and I'm thinking, well, normally has that kind of plain white mask. He plays for 30 minutes with that. He takes that off, and now he's just got another mask on. And then he stops the show like an intermission, and some guy came out and sang like a like a Backstreet Boys song mm-hmm. on a acapella. Right. And then uh, he comes back out and he does his nunchuck thing. Yeah. Right? His demonstration. He plays some more. And then he comes out with a big a big sack and he throws out kind of plastic trinkets to the crowd like a Santa Claus kind of thing. He played a couple more songs and then he walked out. <laughs> Never said a thing to the crowd. Sounds about right. <laughs> I thought it was so strange when I saw him play with Guns N' Roses. I'm like, what's going on here? Why is Buckethead playing with Guns N' Roses? And the same thing I thought with Bumblefoot, too. I'm like, what's he doing with Guns N' Roses? Bumblefoot. Man, I don't know what he's Wrong doing. With- Nobody's yeah. played with more people and been more prolific than Buckethead. Yeah, he's got like what? How many records? Yeah, Hundred albums. Oh, I know. <laughs> Talk about side projects. This guy's everywhere, man. He's Could you everywhere. Imagine interviewing that guy to see if he wants to be in the band. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Just wearing the bucket on his head. You're like, oh, talk to this guy. I don't know. I wonder if he wears the bucket off uh, off hours. When sure he does. Yeah. When he's sleeping in bed, it bucket time. <laughs> does he get endorsements? Kind of head from tilted KFC to the side. I think he would. Casey would endorse me. I think he would. You yeah. think they would by now, right? Yeah, you think they would by now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, God, after they have Mrs. Butterworth on there, you think they could at least have Buckethead. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so we, when Michael came in today in the studio, we're like, you know, and I'm like, I'm a, I mean, this is primarily a personal question, but how does your wife feel about this whole metal? Because you showed me a picture of all, you have your own metal room at your house? Yes, the vault. That, that's, the, that's the man cave. That's what sold that's me. the metal cave, should we say. That's yeah. what sold me on the guy. Yeah. When I saw so that picture of all not those Not only discs. are they in alphabetical order oh my by band, they are so take ACDC for example or any other band they're all by release so if you got like Judas Priest has a ton of releases I don't want to be fumbling around looking for sin after sin I want to go you know are they in chronological the order yeah by release date <laughs> okay. so they're yeah. alphabetical yeah. and by release date yeah within the band <laughs> chronological yeah that's hardcore that's right that's the way I am too I'm very uh very OCD about stuff I gotta hear stuff. I gotta find it right away. I don't want to be fumbling around. You yes. know what I'm saying? No, see, I, 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 I disagree. I, I want to hear Chugulator. I want to hear Chugulator. I totally, I totally <laughs> disagree. I totally disagree. Because I, I just like to look through my stack of stuff and just be like, oh yeah, I've listened to this one for a while. I don't, I don't like seek one out. I just go, oh yeah, and I magically just play it, and it's the thing. Like I the other day, I was looking for my Halloween Keeper the Seven <laughs> Keys album. I've never it ever, there. ever ever ever. Somebody stole my Halloween album. Yeah. I've never kept my records in order. <laughs> and shouldn't part one be with part two? It should be with right. part two. I've never kept my records in order. <laughs> Ever. Shame. That randomness yeah, it, is refreshing, though. It, 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 I, I'll, I'll hand it to you. It helps me because, you know what? All of a sudden, I'm just going through, I'm like, oh, yeah, Farewell to the so Kings. I haven't heard she, that one in a while. What does she think of your I haven't listened to Rush love? in a while. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Let's put it on. You know what I mean? So, I forget that it's there. Yeah. And then it, and then suddenly it pops he up. He doesn't again forget where he puts his Hawkwind. Happens to be the right he moment. He doesn't forget where he puts his Hawkwind on. Yeah, yeah, right? I know where they are. The Hawkwind. Lemmy version or post Lemmy? Both. Both. All Hawkwind. I love Hawkwind. Right next to his Caius albums and, and, yes. and Sleep Mom. and Yob. 
<laughs> I love my yob. That's coming too. We're gonna have a sleep. Sleep. We have a holy mountain. Yeah, holy mountain. Absolutely, man. We played that one in its entirety. Wow. We did. <laughs> we, did. <laughs> we did a whole stoner metal show. We played that song in its entirety. It was like a forty-five minutes or Extended something. Extended dance yeah, remix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We so also played Rhyme and Ancient Mariner. There's too. no dance. There's no dance with sleep. No, there's no dance with sleep. <laughs> Unless you're on heroin or something, I guess maybe you could maybe. Dance. So, uh, so I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. You might just fumble around and nod out. I don't know. The whole album of sleep, man. You're we did. Me. <laughs> so, <laughs> we did. It was a whole album of sleep. Like and then we moved on to Yob. It's a mar- marijuana, <laughs> the Yob. They ride into like Fu Manchu, the, and Fu Manchu, man, all that. Yeah, we did all that stuff. Man. Electric Wizard, Electric Wizard, yeah, man. We we did all the stoner metal, yeah, love because it. Because we love it. we pulled no punching, we don't care. Yeah, the sword. We, we, we you guys did like the sword. We yeah, we did again eight hours of Norwegian black metal. Who does that? <laughs> we did it. Yeah, we did three solid weeks of Iron That's Maiden. Right. 380 songs. All the albums, all the songs. <laughs> we did the Soundhouse tapes, man. We did all the B-sides. All the B-sides. Cross-Side Mary. Come on now. Everything. Love that version. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Great. Nice circle back to Jethro Tull. Yeah. Woo, nice. Look right. at you. We love it. They do belong in there. So anyway. <laughs> no, wait I'm a minute. S- <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Cole, so when you... you, you <laughs> With your wife, she you know she knows you're a metalhead before you even Why are we married. talking wives? There's no wives. Because I want metal. to know. I okay. want to know. <laughs> what is she, she? Is she a metalhead or is she not no. a metalhead? What not, is she? What not is she? At all. What's her go-to? What's her go-to? Does it drive you crazy when she plays it? You know she uh, she's kind of all over the place. She kind of likes the. She put uh, an Ario Speedwagon. No, no, no. She <laughs> hates uh, 70s rock more than metal. Really? Okay, Why? I could, I could play Cannibal Corpse, and she'd like that more than Oreo oh, Speedway. Beautiful. Nice. Okay. Well, um, she's okay. It's looking better. Things more the kind good. of the, the, you know, the Lisa Loeb, the bird and the bee, you know, that kind yeah. of, like. Uh, she like belly, feed Liz the tree. Fair, that kind of stuff. I like Liz Fair, too. So she went to the Lilith Festival? Is that what you're saying? She has not. She's Sarah McLaughlin? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not even... I'm just giving some artists of the genre. She's okay. she's pretty, you know, she's pretty out so there. So Jewel might be there? No. Um, she's pretty out there. <laughs> yeah, she's just, she's very, you know, got very eccentric taste. And it'll be stuff that she won't know who it is. She won't buy the album. You know, she's not like me. Buy the album, look through the liner notes, and go to a concert. She's just kind of a very casual fan. But she tolerates my metal. I don't play it in front of her because I know she hates it. Right. So um, I thrash out on you know the car like I was listening to uh, Prong, Power the Damager on the way yes. out of here. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I've got a little pool room at my house, and I'll play it there. And so and on a road trip with the wife, you're not here in Prong. No. <laughs> There's no. a man cave involved. Yeah. It's a, it's a metal cave. Let's so I hide right. it from her very well. Um, when you're walking by with you know. You're, you're whatever. You're I don't born, drag her to these shows. When you're walking by with your, with your Black Sabbath Born Again shirt with a little baby on it. <laughs> <laughs> Covered in blood. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Rain and blood shirt on. <laughs> so I remember when I was younger. You're going to the local birthday party. I do, I do got to give a call out to my daughter who's, who's going to be 12 in August. Okay. A song that I love singing to her is Bring Your Daughter to the Slaughter. Nice. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Is she a little metalhead? What do you think? Uh, you know, she's walking around with a Pink Floyd animal shirt on the other day, and I huh. love that. You should record. try turning on some of record. the metal singers, yeah. the metal. Hey, there's, you know what? Let's 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 talk about this Pink Floyd thing real quick because I was thinking about this the other day. There's two versions of that record. Have you heard the the? Okay, oh. Obviously, you've heard the symphonic version with the with the cows on the front or whatever. But have you heard just the version where they just play play it live with a four piece? 
cows on the front. Is that Adam Hart Mother? I'm sorry, not about? Adam Hart Mother, but animals. Animals. They do a version of animals with just the four piece without the symphonic backup. Oh, okay. I have not. It's heard really that. cool. It's a live. It's a live record. Okay. Is that coming out as a remastered? I know uh, Waters and Gilmore are fighting over whatever the re-release of Animals 50th anniversary or whatever it is. Right. Um, no, it may I, have been I, a bootleg or whatever, but yeah, I, I love I love Pink oh, Floyd. And I was thinking maybe we should do a Pink Floyd show. He's always pushing this stuff on me, man. You know, I, I was graceful enough to do an Iggy Pop show. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to be graceful to do Iggy Pop. We you did just the Stooges. Embrace it. Madness. We are the old guys who talk metal sometimes, punk, so I have to give you some punk now and then, throw them a little bone. <laughs> you know? right. Maybe Pink Floyd isn't metal, but whatever. I thought that I they, do. I love punk like anybody else, well, man. Look, I love Black Flag and all that stuff. If we're going to do confessionals, I love Steely Dan. Oh, I okay. love that band. Who doesn't love Steely Dan, man? A I mean, lot of people hate Steely Dan. Jay and the Americans. <laughs> I don't know why. Who doesn't love Jay and the Americans? Come on, give it up. Yeah, I mean, it's all about what mood are you in. But, like, David Gilmore's solo stuff, I don't know if you check that out. Yeah. God, he's good. And He's I'm good sorry, all the way around. I think Pink Floyd is was Pink great. Floyd. I'm, you know, Roger Waters, I know he wrote most of The Wall and all that. Yeah. But Pink Floyd, to me, is David Gilmore. Mm-hmm. The stuff that grabs me by the throat with Pink Floyd is always David Gilmore, the guitar and the vocals, not Waters. See, now that's funny because I always love the I always love the drums and the organ and the and the oh, electric yeah. piano yeah, yeah. throughout. Mm-hmm. But then Alan Parsons Project, <laughs> yeah. He, so. Didn't he produce uh, Dark Side of the Moon? Yeah, yeah. But then his his records, Alan Parsons Project. <laughs> I what does that mean? Yes, I'm, not, I'm not that excited about uh, it. Okay, you waffle the eye in the fine. sky. Isn't yeah. that? Uh, didn't Come on sky, now. Yeah. You like Toto at all? Uh, I, I can't Toto. I can't Asia, Toto. heat of the moment. You know Africa. I've seen Asia play live. <laughs> Rosanna, I don't know. I saw Asia in 1982. Did you? Asia's yeah. good too. They're, Wait, they're, we're, we're, different, we're from a different era, dude. Come on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, Asia, yeah Asia's, like Asia's Asia. a super group. Yeah, you know, it's either like the marshmallow guy now. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, EDM, marshmallow guy with the marshmallow's head. <laughs> so in uh, early August, I'm seeing King Crimson. You like those guys? Oh, absolutely. Dude, he's a King Crimson freak, man. You should go. Robert, it's at uh, Robert, Talking Stick Ballroom. Robert really? August 7th. I saw Adrian Blue there. Yeah. And yeah. Robert Fripp, Fripp is with him. Oh, Fripp is with Fripp. him. Yep. Yep. We got to go. There, Have you dude. seen uh, Sunday Lunch with Fripp and Toya? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I watch it all the time. <laughs> I love it. She's such a freak. I love her. Nice. Yeah, she is awesome. I mean, there's a lot of great shows coming. Thank God we get Toya was a really cool new wave kind of like dark wave band. Yeah. She had her own thing. But yeah, Robert Fripp is just, I mean, not enough can be said about what he is. Really. Absolutely, man. I mean, King Crimson in general. I mean, if you just listen to King Crimson and then you listen to Tool, you're like, oh, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I see where they came from. Of course. You know what I mean? Bill Buford, one of the best drummers of all time. I mean, just the outstanding rock drummer. I mean, God, it's just mind-boggling. And hopefully you know? uh, Maynard's okay because we had that big fire recently out in Cornville. Yeah. You know, the big flames. So hopefully his winery is okay. He's okay to get take it down. Yeah. That's that's what he loves it more than anything. Then more than Tool, he loves his wine, man. He loves making did, wine. Did you guys see Tool when they came through yeah. about a year or so ago? I did not see that, but uh, I listened to the record and I, I wasn't disappointed. No, it's a great record, man. But I wasn't solid. blown away either. Yeah. So solid. what record do you think you the recently record that album, the band put out that really disappointed you. You really had high hopes for it, and you got an album that you were kind of like mediocre at best. Oh wow! Mm. 
You too, Sean. Uh, well, the uh, we talked about everybody. The Aussie, the Aussie, that one definitely. Yeah, um, ordinary man. Oh my yeah. god. Hey, oh, but you know what? God. Listen, I'm gonna say, only say this once, ever in my life. What? One record I'm excited about right now is the new Sticks record. What? Have you heard it? No. I thought you hated Sticks. I do. But I also have an open you're mind. Tell me the only album you like with Sticks is Mr. Roboto. <laughs> Kilroy was here. I, I saw sticks. that tour. So did I. Oh, my God. I saw it at I tour, too. St- Listen, I hate Poor Sticks. Poor JY. But let me tell you something. This new Sticks <laughs> record that has just come out, I listened to it the other day, or whatever they've released, a couple songs off of it. It's pretty good. I'm going to, I'm, I know so that sounds weird. about coming, it? I know that sounds weird coming from me. Yeah. What about the Chinese democracy? I don't mind, I don't mind GNR, the Chinese democracy. We waited 18 years for that album. We waited 18 was years it. for Guns N' Roses Chinese democracy. It's <laughs> what we got, man. Oh, this uh, is what we got. That was disappointing. Are you guys going to see uh, GNR? I oh, might go just because my friend's a bucket list. One of him, I took him to see Maiden. He said, we're supposed to see GNR in Wrigley Field, but a friend dropped the ball. Our friend who works for the Cubs dropped the ball on him. So, yeah, I'll go, but tickets are outrageous right now. I'm like, dude, yeah. not paying 600 bucks for GNR, man. You know what I'm saying? Not doing it. Yeah. And I heard David Lee Roth doing some, uh, man. I heard some live stuff. They were playing like on Sirius from those shows. And I'm mm-hmm. like, Dave, Dave. Well, Roth is opening for Kiss, not. He's uh, opening for Kiss, yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying that tour, too, he wants to see that, too. But GNR, who's, who's the opening beer for GNR? Uh, Wolfgang Van Halen. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Wolfgang, Wolfgang Van Halen, yeah. 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 Hmm. We'll see what happens there. I, I, I'm on the fence about that. I, I'm not going to go see GNR. No. I will because I've seen GNR when there were nobodies in the beginning. And nobody knew who they were. Before Appetite even came out. I never liked them. I still have the little cassette I, I bought from them on Sunset Strip. They were hack, they were trying to sell cassettes of Live Like a Suicide. I still have that tape I bought from GNR on, out on, on the so street. So Appetite for Destruction was the second CD that I bought. Yeah. The first one was Metallica, Garage Days, Re-Revisited. Because it was only nine ninety eight. Remember yeah. they... Said five ninety eight for the cassette, nine ninety eight for the CD, and I was like, "Hey, I, I think I need to." Move a publisher's out of the clearinghouse albums. or whatever, but Columbia House oh, or whatever, <laughs> or the BMG or whatever. Came today. In high school, I uh, and this is when I was buying albums. Yeah, I used to. So I was a member, and you, if you got somebody to join, you got four free records. Wow! And so I went into full sales mode, and I got probably twenty people to join. He's like an Amway guy. Yeah, I, it was like <laughs> Amway, and so and none of them required a kickback. So I got all four. All four freebies, and that's how I built my collection was through Columbia House. Really? Uh, and then I did the same thing with BMG. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. With uh, uh, with CDs, um, but uh, where I built most of my collection was Zia Records. Big plug for Zia. Zia, and yeah, absolutely. I went to yeah. town in the early '90s. Mm-hmm. I would walk out of there with 30, 35 CDs. I'd get you know Master Reality, for everything, four ninety nine, everything. You know, Bookman's has got some good stuff too. If you ever checked Bookman's? out Bookman's, yep. yeah, Bookman's. I still go to Zia. Yep. In Mesa. I go to the one in Mesa. I don't know if they have any more than the one in Mesa. Uh, they got yeah. one up at Thunderbird and 17. There's one over in Chandler, too. Camelback yep. at 15. Yep. yep, they're still around, yeah. Yep. Tempe's got one still, Zia and Tempe. Sure, they're around. Sure. Yep. Wow. They're still Those there. were the days. Now everything is downloaded. You go to the Apple iTunes or whatever, and you get the album or whatever. Spotify, you know, and you get your... Ten millions of a cent to the. I artist. still go. To, yeah. I still go buy records over at the Goodwill, man. Every once in a while, you'll find like somebody's collection has been just dumped off. Well, the there. other day, yeah. you know what I mean, and you'll find some great stuff. Otherwise, right. it's just like a bunch of like whatever. Well, just Lawrence the other Wealth. day, when I went down to Bisbee, they had a a metal section at this little store. 
mm-hmm. in Bisbee, and I bought the first Red album. Nice. It was like you know ten ninety nine mint condition, and the, bought the EP. Yeah, the EP. And then I bought Who's Next Who. Got nice. that, That's and then good. I got uh, Paranoid. First pressing of Paranoid down there. Really? Yeah, man. And Bisbee. That's a good stuff, man. Then I had, a, and I bought an album from Heaven down there. Remember that band Heaven? <laughs> I bought the Heaven album. People were like, Who's Heaven? You don't know who Heaven is? <laughs> bought the Heaven album, man. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> You're so oh, pumped like up that. about heaven. It was great. You didn't and they any, didn't melt. They got them home. You didn't find any piece. striper or anything down there? There was striper in there, but I already have winger? I already have I already have no winger in there, but they had, Twisted Sister was in there. Mm. Twisted for life. That's my Did worst you? concert I've ever been to. It was a Twisted, Twisted? Sister. Really? Your and worst the re- one? Worst one. They opened for, uh, this is Stay Hungry Tour, opened for Maiden and Power Slave. They they gave him an hour, right? Not that's a lot for an opening act. Yeah. And D talked for 35, 40 minutes. Oh, it's like shut up and just play. Uh, and I don't know if he apparently always does you, that at his shows, but apparently you can't stop rock and roll. <laughs> you can't right. stop me from talking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I didn't see him with Maiden of Power State. I saw Power State probably like six times, but it was with like Dockin and Zebra. And who else was there, man? Somebody else was there. Can't remember. Bang I mean, tango. No, bang not tango. Bang. Probably, <laughs> probably autograph. Vixen. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? I, I did an autograph show recently. Yeah. They opened up for uh, Queensryche. Yep. I did that show. Autograph's not bad. Autograph was pretty cool, I man. mean, I saw them recently, recently, many years ago. Nice guys, though. There was some free show over at Akchim Pavilion over Old there. school rock and rollers. It was Skid Row, Great White, and Autograph. Those guys are old school rock and rollers, man. And I don't know if you know a band called TNT. Oh, yeah, Tony Harnell. Yeah, he was singing for uh, Skid Row at the time. Of course, then he got kicked out for the Dragon Force. Dragon Force singer came in. I love Dragon Force, Force too. Dragon Force is a good band. Dragon Force is off the chain. (laughs) It's it's so crazy. They throw everything but the kitchen singing in their song. It's just crazy. And I call it progressive metal. In my opinion, it's progressive metal. I was going to say power metal, but. Yeah, borderline power, yeah. progressive power metal, I think. It's sure. like a Symphony X type. Yeah, Symphony X. Symphony X. Like that. Yeah, yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. what I had. Right. But, I mean, so what newer bands are you digging these days, man, metal bands? So, uh, you know, my my music of choice is thrash. Okay. So old school thrash. But then the new, so the new wave of thrash, which really hit, it's not so new anymore, but like 2005 through 2010, like Evile and Warbringer. And mm-hmm. Havoc, mm-hmm. Yep. and uh, Bonded by Blood, and Hatchet, um, Lazarus AD. So yeah. they're they're kind of they're they're inspired by the Exodus and Overkill, mm-hmm. and the Testaments, sure. mm-hmm. and they are really high quality. Yeah. Um, and so that's I, you know I but now they've kind of now they're starting to age out and they're not releasing yeah. um, as much stuff. So a lot of the new stuff I I don't like the Cookie Monster vocals and I don't like the emo type vocals. Sure, you know? sure. Uh, and so. From a guitar perspective, I like it, but the vocals, I just, I'm struggling, you know, with a lot of the, a lot of the new stuff. Yeah, I know what you mean. A lot of the Cookie Monster stuff is a little, yeah. is a little agonizing. Yeah. It is, but I mean, you also have a lot of, you know, the the emo thing. There's a lot of bands like Architects is really good, I think. Uh, Parkway Drive. Yeah, but like Five like Finger that. Death Punch. Yeah. You know, I'm like, all right, I'm really into this, and then they go that kind of emo type. Thing and I'm just yeah. like you lost me. You know, I just, you, I just, I can't finish the song. Yeah. So I mean, it really so good you don't like Chester too. Bennington? Is that what you're saying? Lincoln Park <laughs> and all those guys. You know, I'm not are, into that either. No. I get it. I mean, I'm not knocking them. I'm just, it doesn't speak to me. I'm knocking them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and knock them. But then you have great bands like like a Modern Mouth kind of have those vote, but they're like Viking. more they're more like Viking metal and yeah, like, that's a different like Gojira is more like a, Gojira yeah. is environmental metal really. It's about you know yeah. trying to. 
fucking up the world, people. Right. And it's really cool. And they're really great musicians, very progressive. Gojira is pretty deep. Progressive France, death right? metal, yeah. French from band, French, right? from France, yeah. Sure. Yeah, you don't hear French metal. And there's a lot often. of great bands. Like we said, we said earlier, like Ginger, and then uh, there's, but Ginger's been around for a long time too. These bands aren't new, dude. They've been yeah. they've been holding their shots for a long time. I love watching the YouTube reactions to Ginger. There's so yeah. many freaked out people about yeah. Ginger. And I like the fact younger people are getting into the older metal too, and I see it all the time too. Well, we try to promote that as much as we can. That's why I try to give you a little history lesson. I mean, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you like Metallica, well, then listen to these bands before. You know what I'm saying? Right. Venom or or or, uh, or, or Saxon or. Oh, know, Saxon. Yeah, stuff like, like that. Saxon. Just go back and get, listen to these bands: Diamond, Diamond Head, Diamond Head, yep. Budgie. You know, stuff like that. Just get back and listen to the old school stuff. You know, and they'll dig it too because it's just like Metallica. They took everything from them. Merciful Fate. Listen to King Diamond, whatever you're gonna listen to. Mm-hmm. Old Motorhead, even newer Motorhead, makes no difference. Hawkwind, yeah, by killed death. by death. Killed by death. Uh, <laughs> how else are you gonna go out? It makes sense. <laughs> killed by death. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of great bands coming out. Or did and thank God for Bandcamp and, and even Spotify, getting getting them in front of people that can listen. <laughs> Maybe hope they can make a few bucks, you know. And you know, you're not making you're not getting rich on Spotify. But you might get a decent living off Bandcamp, you know? There's something there, I guess. Yeah, I know of a lot of good new bands out there that try to turn people on. A lot of the Latin scene, too, Latin metal, Puya and other bands are doing great. Well, yeah, what we've seen is has been, uh, you know, obviously the bread and butter of music has been shows and mm-hmm. merch. And since that died away for a year and a half, uh, we'll see what happens now. But at least I've seen a lot of bands now, you know, putting their fork into social media and getting their their things out there. And I think that's only going to help compound it in the future because now they've got their foot in that. They may have been forced into it, but now they're in that. And now that shows and merch and everything's going to come back, it's only going to make it big, get bigger and bigger. I'm, I'm, I'm bullish on metal. Oh, yeah. Of course, metal will never die. Even when grunge happened, they ran to Europe and came back. <laughs> right. What is the difference? You can still hear Warlock out there. <laughs> you can still listen to Wasp out there. You can still hear, you know, Exciter. Wasp is all over the internet lately. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. Blackie, well, if you ever get a chance. Blackie's still out there. If you ever get a chance to watch Mean Man and Amazon Prime, it's a documentary with Chris Holmes. He's got, he made no money from Wasp. Not at one dime did he really? make. Not one dime. And then yeah. even when. He, he, what do you mean he made he, he not still, one dime? He never make any money. Blackie took all the money, all the publishing rights and everything. He did? Yep. Blackie's wow. got all the money, man. And so Holmes is only going to be known for floating in his pool, drinking that bottle of vodka still with Still talking about that today, Sitting Steve. on the side of the pool. He's still talking <laughs> about it. He's, it's all I hear about is that. Thing. And he's broke? He's doing his own thing, but he's not. He's trying to sing now, but it's not working, man. Yeah. I mean, he's cool and all, and it's, you know, but. He's Chris Holmes. It's Chris Holmes, but he's over, <laughs> he lives in over Europe now because he's pretty much known over there. People are still wearing their wasp, you know, Denim vest and stuff like that over there. Of course. You know what I'm saying? But apparently, like, even in a couple of albums, I guess, he didn't even play guitar on. Really crappy guitar. And and, and uh, Blackie put his name on the album, even though he didn't play guitar. He's like, I don't want to be known for this shitty guitar work. He put my name on there? He's like, well, I thought she... Why would you think I would like that? Somebody else a guitar playing that shit. Why would you put me on that album? So you're saying there's a Chris Home Blackie Lawless, like uh, something going on there? There's like some kind of a... There'll be something going on. Of course there's something going on. That reminds me of that controversy with uh, Fear Factory right now. Yeah. 
that uh, Dino put that new record out, and it's got Burton C. Bell's vocals on it, but Bell had left the band. Yeah. He had already oh. cut those tracks, and I, I they're probably going to litigate it, but if I'm Bell, I'm not part of that band. I'm not going to get any money for it. Uh, but he's on that record. He's on their new record. Wow. You could have went the way of Dave Mustaine, which you did this week, and we own him have a Dave Ellison. Mm-hmm. Megadeth kicked out of Megadeth. Yeah. Yeah. He got rid of all of his finished bass lines on a new album. Going to redo them all. Yep. Took them all off of there. Doesn't want anything to do with them. Nothing like that. Hmm. So, whenever the full story comes out, it wasn't good. You know, I met him a few times. Dave lives here in the Valley. And I don't know what happened there. But he's, he, I think he might join KK's Priest. He might be in there. KK's we'll Priest. Uh, you know what? I don't think so. I think they, uh, I think KK had said, or Ripper, one of them had said, no, he's not a member of the band. Okay. Um, but what I'm upset about is what's going to happen to Metal Allegiance. Remember Metal yeah, Allegiance? Yeah, Metal Allegiance, yeah. Uh, did you see them at the Van Buren last yeah. year or two years ago? And I saw them out in L.A. too. What a fantastic show. You got all this coming together. All these... Chuck Billy and Phil Demel and yeah, Alyssa White Gl- Cavalera. Yeah, and... yeah, Alyssa White Gloves from like Arch yeah. Enemy's part of it. Uh, mm-hmm. Doyle's part of it. Yeah, the Death Angel guy, yeah. um, the front, the lead singer for Death Angel. I mean, huh. they come on and play like Maiden tunes and Dio and all kinds of yep. tunes they like, you know what I'm saying? John Bush. Yeah, was... Mike Porton, I was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super, really? super group is playing the songs they, they, they love to play. They released two albums and uh, original material. Uh, and it's, yeah, it's good stuff. They did a really cool video of We Rock. They all joined in. We, we Rock, Dio, We Rock. Great song. Hmm. So, I never so even there, heard of it. So there's your side projects for Ellison. You know, he's done it. Yeah, he is Ellison, his own name, Ellison. Ellison, <laughs> yeah, his own name, yeah. F5, Killing Machine. Um, he's got some What a way stuff. to kill your career, man. That's, you know, some vices yeah. you just got to let go, man. <laughs> you got to let them go. Just let them go. Just stick with the meth or whatever. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. right, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Because Dave's day, been known a long, to a long time to be sober. I'm sure he's fine. He's fine, but he'll probably get by it. But, I mean, if anybody's interested, is opening a Megadeth for a bass player. So if you wanted to sign up and go in there. People are talking about who's the hell. Uh, Jason. Jason Newstead. He's like, no, he's nope. he, he didn't have the chops, man. He doesn't have the energy. He, he doesn't said. have the energy anymore. And I love the old Flotsam albums. Flotsam and Jetsam. Yeah, man, of course Flotsam and Jetsam. Sure. But then, he went to, then, of course, he went to Metallica. And then people like have a problem with the bass. On Injustice Don't for forget all. Icon, too. Icon. Yeah. He did a Maybe, lot. Maybe uh, James, wasn't James Lomenzo the bass player when Ellison got kicked out of the band there for a couple albums? Maybe they bring him so. back. I think so. We had this debate, too, remember, about the whole Injustice for All album, about the, the mix for it. We did. With uh, John Sparrow from the Violent Femmes. He loves that album. And we debated about it all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Debate so, will never end. It will never bass? end. Where, where's the bass? I saw that tour at the old Compton Terrace. Nice, yeah. And so I show up, and you know, I'm a, a guy that likes to see. I like to see the opening acts, and his band's playing, and they're playing kind of this rap metal, and I'm like, oh my was that? god, get and, rid at the of Injustice them. tour on the Inju- Justice for All tour. And I'm like, who these guys? Is it Faith No More? And it was Faith No More. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I like Faith No More now. What? But but they yeah. that that one song what was it called Epic? Yeah, you know. Uh, I, it it gave such a, for me such a stigma to the band that what it took me it? years before, yeah. and it was only after I started listening to Mr. Bungle, yeah, Mr. that Bungle, I gave Faith of more another chance. Phantomos too, if that, yeah, and yeah. Uh, Tomahawk, right, produced by one. John Zorn. That Faith I saw the, that, that tour. I saw Queensrÿche open up from Operation Mindcrime tour, open up from uh, oh, wow. Metallica in the tour. But the opening act was Ugly Kid Joe. 
before that. Oh, Whitfield. boy. <laughs> Ugly kid Joe, man. So are you like me? I don't know if you're like me or not. I have a debate before. I don't go anything past injustice. I'm done after that. Yeah, you know, I took a long break, you know, between load and reload. But but Def Magnetic is a good record. But and hardwired nothing is else a... matters and Unforgiven. Oh, I can't yeah. do Unforgiven it. Unforgiven 2. We I mean, yeah. debate too. Well, there's a. Yeah, but it's not. I was never Metallica. I was always more Slayer. But it's not Welcome Home Sanitarium. It's not Fade to Black. Right. Okay. Yeah. Those are ballads too, but cool ballads. Yeah, but, <laughs> you know but Slayer yeah. never did a ballad. No. Slayer never, Slayer never bothered. No. Okay. It never bothered. Why would no, they? They're Slayer, man. They're Slayer. Yeah. That's why I was never Metallica. I was always Slayer. I just... just Not even, not even the, you know, Kill Them Kill all, all and or, Ride the yeah. Lightning. I'm not saying they're bad records. They're great records. But it was just... If, if I, it's just me driving down the street and I'm going to pop a CD into the thing or listen to it on my Sirius Yeah, whatever. but you got to give it up. Metallica helped Slayer make it, okay? Because they opened up completely. to San Francisco. Sure. Bay Area thrashing, man. Before they but showed Slayer, up, it Slayer, wasn't all that. Slayer never took any prisoners. They never no. looked back. Ever, but, but they used but to right. they, they used to Metallica. wear makeup and paint your nails black. They did that whole. Yeah, so did I. Did <laughs> so you're still doing it today. So do you guys agree with the big four? I would drop Anthrax out. I love um, Anthrax, man. But so it's is it Testament? It's no, Testament in Exodus. There? It's Exodus. Uh, well, they would say ne- oh to to replace them. It's, uh, it's it, Exodus. Who would you stick in besides Anthrax? I would probably go Testament because Chuck Billy is just. I was going to say Testament. But Exodus, Why isn't Testament Overkill, um, I love Overkill. Bobby uh, Blitz, Death right? Angel. Um, so, I, yeah, I don't even know how you bring it. Who's the next four? But I would. I, I like Anthrax a lot, but I'm 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 cutting them before you know Testament or Exodus. Hmm, okay. So I have one more question for you, and this is kind of a random question, but what do you think about Accept? Uh, old accept or torneo accept? Udo, Udo years. Uh, I, I like them a lot. Uh, you know, Restless and Wild is a phenomenal. You know, Fast as a Shark. We first listened to that song. Mm-hmm. That is a great record. Balls to the Wall. I even like Metal Heart, even though some people think it's a little London cheesy. Leather Boys. <laughs> London you know, Leather Boys. And, but Torneo, uh, you know, he's solid. So I got an. I never saw accept with Udo. But I saw uh, Udo went out as Dirk Schneider, right. put a band together, and he played all except songs. So right. I felt like, well, I didn't get him with Wolf Hoffman. But, um, you know, so I'm not a huge Udo fan. His solo records, not so much. But, right. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm good. You could argue that Fast as a Shark is one of the first speed metal songs out there. Uh, I think thing, it is. You know, I'm surprised you didn't catch up. him with uh, on the Power Slave tour, because except it opened Power Slave quite a bit. I saw him with Udo and Power Slave I, tour. Yeah, I got stuck with Twisted Sister. <laughs> wow, he's no longer Twisted for life. Uh, <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw another one out the, out here at you. What, okay. about, what what's what's your what's your take on AC versus DC? Bon Scott versus Brian Johnson. You know, love love them both, but I'm I'm gonna have to give it to Bon by a fingernail. <sighs> by a fingernail. Me too, Bon man. By a fingernail, but my first experience because again I had I kind of I was in rural Minnesota I I didn't get exposure to the Bond era. Sure. My first uh, so Back in Black came out and all I heard was Shook Me All Night Long, which I hate that song. So I I wrote that record off, didn't even listen to it. Then for those about to rock came right. out and I love that album. Then I went back to Back in Black and I realized hey the rest of these songs are great. Right. Um, you get turned but, off by Fly on the Wall. I tell you, you know, it's, it's interesting. I saw in Dallas, I saw a tribute band called Back in Black, and I'm thinking, okay, so it's a Brian Johnson version, obviously. It's 10 bucks. I go in, I show up to the show. The guy comes out, and he's dressed like Bon Scott. 
and he nails Bon Scott. I'm like, oh, okay, so it's a Bon Scott ACDC tribute. They take a break. He comes out. He's dressed like Brian Johnson, and he nails Brian Johnson. Right. Those are two completely different vocal styles, and this right. guy killed both of them. Right. So I always think that Udo sounds like Brian Johnson to me. I always think that Udo and Brian Johnson. Udo was have first. A, but they have a very similar style. Yeah, I don't yeah. think Jordy showed up. I think Udo was first. I'm not sure. I don't know. I kind of thought the, uh, what's his face, the singer from Crocus sounded like the Ooh, Brian Crocus. Johnson. Mark Storacci? Or yeah, Stor- yeah. How do you pronounce his name? That's a that's a hard one. I don't even remember how to pronounce his name. I think it's Durach. I think you're right on that. I mean, Crocus is cool. I like Crocus. And you know. it's amazing. Tom Kiefer from Cinderella was in Crocus. Yeah. Really? Well, that yeah. kind of makes sense. Tom Kiefer's voice, right? You know. So Hagar or Halen? Or you mean Roth? Hagar or Roth? Van Hagar or Van Halen? Oh, Van. Oh, Van Halen. Uh, you know, of course, we already, we already know the answer. I like, you know, Sammy's put out some good solo records, sure, uh, but there's just no comparison. Never, not even close. Now, one more question he asked me though. He asked me, in, the, in this email he sent me, he asked me one more question, man. He, he did. Okay, he go says, for it. What is it? He says, "How does Bobby Blitz stay so trim while working in the chocolate business?" <laughs> Dude, that's a question. <laughs> it is. So, how does Bobby Blitz? We know Bobby Blitz it? from when I tell people Bobby Blitzes. Oh. Tell maybe, these maybe, people. Maybe he's snorting caffeine. I Bobby mean, Blitz Ellsworth, lead singer for Overkill. Yeah, Overkill. This guy. Have you guys been to any Overkill shows? Yeah. No, I have not. Yeah, I have. Oh, my God. I went to this tiny little club, and they opened with uh, this song, Necroshine, the title track from the Necroshine album, and it begins with a helicopter. And I'm sitting, and it just it kept building. And I literally thought when these guys came out and unleashed that I felt like I was going to be thrown against the wall. It was the most... Amazing opening opener of a song to start a show was overcome. This, so this guy's ripped, and but he's got a he, yeah. uh, he's in the chocolate business. He manufactures chocolates with his wife. I How think. does that happen? Yep. Yeah, well, you gotta have a side gig, man, a side hustle. I guess but you do. There's a there's a band, no ballads. They don't even change the color of their albums. They're all green, with the exception of one, <laughs> is orange. <laughs> wow, which is the opposite. East of green. Coast thrash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> legendary overkill. Is orange the opposite of green? Maybe orange and blue. Maybe. I don't know. Green and red. Sorry. My bad. So maybe he's not a fan of chocolate. Though. Maybe he just makes it with yeah. his wife. I don't think he inhales it. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but these guys are all in it. You know, uh, yeah. what, uh, Benante is into the coffee business. Yeah. Uh, and So was Ellison, too. He's got a coffee company yeah. here. Metallica does their whiskey. And yeah. And you got Hagar doing his Jeff Cabo Tate's Wabo. got his yep. wine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Iron Maid, of course, Trooper beers and many other beers are doing. Yeah, but you know that's just seriously a side side, side, hustle. side thing. Yeah. yeah, when you're flying an airplane around. Yeah, you know. But Motorhead is their vodka, right? Motorhead vodka, yeah. right? So you, vodka. you asked me about Halford's side gigs. What do you yeah. think about Bruce's solo career? Oh. Tattooed Millionaire. I love that album, Tattooed Millionaire. I don't man. know about it. Yeah, Chemical Wedding and Accident a of Balls Earth. to Picasso. <laughs> G- give right. a ch- g- uh, Chemical Wedding and Accident of Birth are fantastic, yeah. and I like Skunk Works too. Yeah, so this right. a little softer, a little bit, a little kind of a little sing-songy in spots. But um, I have nothing bad to say about, about Bruce. Well, then you got Steve Harris's side gig with the British uh, Lion. Oh boy, not not good. And then recently they put out with uh, who was it? Uh, well, Adrian is, Smith is, isn't and his, um, isn't his kids doing the band? What was the name of the kids kids band? We just saw him with Maiden. No, oh, his, his, no. Daughter, his daughter. His uh, daughter has Steve Harris's Harris daughter. daughter. Raven Ages Lauren, is Lauren kids Harris. band. Raven Ages is their band. Oh, it wasn't okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, and they opened for Maiden when they were for just Maiden, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. 
Yeah. Okay. I thought I thought Rave. What was it? Raven Age. Yeah, Raven Age. So Richie Cotton and Adrian Smith put an album out. Oh yeah. Recently, Cotton Smith. That's pretty good, man. Yeah, I did hear okay. about that. Yeah, it's right. pretty good. Yeah. Richie Cotton. There's another guy. <laughs> How many bands is he in? Poison Winery oh, Dogs. My God, yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. He's in so many bands. Richie Poison. Cotton. Oh, my I'm gosh. still going with Ripper. On the on the head count, absolutely. Uh, Tim the Re- T- Ripper Owens is like. And, and, I, I yeah, think it's man. at least twelve. <sighs> Ripper, Ripper and Buckethead. Ripper Ke- Buckethead's probably got him beat. Buckethead's got a million. But Ripper's there. a singer though; it's different. Yeah, and Buckethead. But is, is Buckethead collaborating, or are these all of just his own records? Both. He's it's collaborating. Be, he's collaborating. Okay, these are collaborations. Look at the list of his collaborations. Okay. Oh my god! I looked at the other day. I'm like, what the fuck, man? It's incredible. You know, it was a great. Like, he's put out like 10 records a year. Makes me think of your shirt, James Murphy from Death, man. That guy's done a lot of side projects. He does a lot of side projects, too. Yeah. Yeah. And Death. Not enough can be said about Death. Death. Now, do you think Death Metal started in Florida or did it start in Sweden, like trying to say? Uh, I think Sweden's the beer that made Milwaukee famous, but it's definitely. I'm thinking Florida. Florida, you know, with obituary and I think PSI yeah. Well, I think and, and, and in the very first album is it "Scream Bloody Gore" by I, Death by or Death. is it Seven Churches" by Possessed? Hmm. That's a hard debate because yeah. if you listen to Seven Churches and listen to uh, "Scream Bloody Gore," Seven Churches sounds muddy and not produced very well. Yeah. And you got a greatly produced album, "Scream Bloody Gore," right? Which really highlights, I think, Chuck Schuldiner, and and this is sound of death metal. And I think it did start in Florida. I, I really, I, it's in my opinion. I think Death is the first death metal band. You know, people, so people might say, "Oh no, it was Venom or whatever." No, no, Venom was more black metal at the beginning. They're yeah. more black metal. They're more black metal at the beginning. Yeah. Venom is more black metal. They're yeah. more. They come out of the industrial black metal sure. scene. You know that sure. weird kind of perverted sound that even Throbbing Gristle had in England back in those days. Yeah. But Florida had what? Obituary, Sadist, um, um, so Deicide. many Deicide. Deicide. Then Cannibal Corpse moved there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you got Six yeah. Feet Under. Six Feet Six Under, feet another under. one. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of them down there. And they all work together. They all know each other, apparently. Yeah. Because they're friends down there. Intoxicated. They're, they're thrash speed metal. Intoxicated. Down. Great band. And they play with Obituary. And they knew Death. And they play new Chuck. I mean, there is a, it's a big camaraderie Didn't Chuck scene sing down on that? there. Didn't he Chuck, sing? Yeah. On that? Chuck sings and plays guitar. Yeah. 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 That's what he did. So, speaking of Obituary, a couple years ago, I saw him down in Tucson. And you were asking me about about new metal. The mm-hmm. opener it was it was Obituary Exodus and Power Trip. I love Power, Power Trip. Trip. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. He, yeah. He died of a fentanyl overdose. Oh, yeah. God. Another really? one lost fentanyl. Yeah. But swing of the axe. What Executioner's a, axe. Yeah. yeah. The the the, yeah. the the Nightmare Logic album. Yep. Fantastic album. I love Power Trip too. I was going to say Power Trip earlier when you were talking about yeah thrash bands. And this fentanyl thing blows my mind. It is, I, and I think it's ridiculous. So I mean. <laughs> I see these kids like Don't all be. over the, especially with the, on the west side, just like passed out at the bus stations with a foil in their hand. I mean, this is a I serious know. epidemic. This is worse than anything I've ever seen yeah. in my life. And what a what a great lost rally was that his death. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he did a great, he did great on the new Body Count album with Ice T. The new Body Count did a great, great song with Ice T on their Body yeah. Count. Fantastic, right. dude. Damn. It's scourge great. of the earth. Don't do drugs, kids. It is a scourge of the earth, man. I mean, it's not like back in the day you do a little pot or, or cocaine or whatever. But this is not a party. This stuff's going to kill you, man. <laughs> this is not yeah. a party. It's not a party anymore, man. No, there's no fun. This is straight up. Yeah. Yeah. It's, straight up da- it's dangerous now, so. Yeah. All right, man. Well, what can you say? Not much very, more, man. This is the kind of podcast we love more than anything. We just sit around and chew the fat. We just talk about metal. We just randomly Freestyle. talk about things. It's a bunch of dudes sitting around and have a couple of beers talking about metal. 
pretty much what it is, yeah. We're the older generation. <laughs> We're proud to be the older generation because we saw stuff and heard stuff that kids don't know about. Hopefully, they're learning something today, and they do on the radio show and social media. We try to like school people. All right, so listen, you got to go to oldguystalkmetal.com to find our podcasts and our radio show everything and our merch, about the show. beer koozies. It's your only home Shirts. for everything hard rock, heavy metal, and punk. Spotify playlist. And I understand, Michael, that your wife has a podcast, too. Do you want to talk about her little podcast for a second? Uh, quick yeah. plug. It's called Buttons and Figs. It targets ages 7 to 10. And wow. It's, uh, it's about nonsense and wordplay, and she does songs and kind of word games. And uh, you can find it on all the same platforms you guys are on. Okay. Buttons and Figs. Buttons and Figs. She's had... You uh, saw the artwork. It's really cool. Yeah, 250,000 downloads. Wow. Since 2016. Nice. Wow. She's been so, doing it for a long time. 2016. Yeah, she a gets long kids' time. authors on there. Wow. Uh, and uh, so there may not be a great intersection with this crowd, but yeah. you know, who knows? Well, the intersection there. is well, it's, it's people, all things a lot of audio. Heads our age have kids. Yeah. You know, exception of these two guys here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I mean, hopefully they they check it out and they check out our show as well. Sure. And buttons gonna, and figs. So check course, it out. Of course, we'll have you on the show again. I'd love to come. And back. we'll have you come on the radio show and do some. Uh, maybe do. Yeah, a, let's do your picks. Because we talk about doing. Oh, I love we it. do top a showcase 50. show where you pick your top fifty songs. Talk why you pick these songs, and what they meant to you. Maybe tell some cool stories about maybe sure. a show you saw with these songs involved. This band involved. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah. not? You know what I love from that metal show when they'd have uh, artists on and they would ask them to rank their albums. So like yeah. Scott Ian gets on there and he's ranking what his favorite and least favorite. And, like and Getty, why? Getty, Getty Lee with Rush. Yeah. Getty Lee. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So you know what uh, Scott Ian's least favorite Anthrax album is? It's, uh, I know which one it is. I have no idea. Oh, which one is it? That's the one with John Bush, is it? The one, uh, what's it called? No, it's with Belladonna. Oh. I'm spacing on the name. It's the yellow one with uh, State of Anxiety. Oh, or yeah, the, yeah, uh, they're spinning or, or, around. Or, 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 yeah, is, all the heads God, are spinning. Yeah, what, what is that? Um, I, thought God, was, I can't even think of the title now. I thought it was State of Anxiety or something like that. Cool thing about Scott Ian, though, is that he keeps, he keeps it out there. He's a, another he's a guy great, with side projects. He's a great, promo, he's a great promoter <laughs> of, of, of all things metal. So here's a plug for e, Scott Ian got with um, uh, Mike Patton, Mr. Bungle, and uh-huh. they did a cover of Lost Control by Van Halen. Oh, nice. Off, and it is fantastic. Check it out on yeah. YouTube. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, we know Scott Ian's married to Meat Loaf's daughter. What? Yep. Married to the Loaf's daughter. I call him the, the Loaf. I call him the Loaf. <laughs> He's married to the Loaf's daughter? Yes. So, what an incestuous Who was the community. song with the album he had with them? Was, uh, when we did an album, like a motorcycle kind of, what's it called? Him and his, him and, oh, yes. Uh, I don't know. a little side it. project with Meat Loaf and his daughter. She's, yep. sing, she's a singer. Too motor, like motor something. Yeah, motor, motor scooter or something like that. Yeah, something so like that. I was at an uh, Armored Saint show and I saw, uh, no, it was actually uh, a, a Judas Priest show with Ripper. And I saw, uh, bumped into Scott Ian, and I said, "Hey, you know, I can get a picture with you." And uh, he, he asked me, so he uh, said, "What's so? What's your favorite? What's your favorite song?" And I said, "Pi Alpha New, which yeah. is off of Stormtroopers of Death." Yeah, and he, just just to fuck with him, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> he's like, "Wow, man!" He goes, "I ask a lot of people that question, and no one has ever said Pi Alpha New. It's probably a thirty second song." <laughs> nice. I love those ones. We're going to need to play that on the radio show now, Storm sure. Troopers of Death. Speak English or die. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, we've played plenty of SOD on the show. Right. So, of course, we'll have them back. And, yeah, we're always better to pick 50 songs. You know, what can you say? Yeah, pick 50. Okay. We'll have you on the show. Absolutely, man. So thank you so much you for it. being on the podcast, Michael. Really appreciate it, man. 
You it's know, not often you get a you get a, a an ex CIA or what? I'm sorry, F- FBI CIA, on here. FBI. They probably sit outside in the car listening. They're probably to us listening right to us right now. <laughs> one of those guys. Wouldn't be the first time. What are those old guys yeah. doing in there? What, what are they doing, doing in there? What are they doing in there, man? They're talking some kind of metal crap, you know. You know, it's funny. Have you ever heard the song Goofy's Concern by Butthole Surfers? Oh, yes. It starts off with, I don't give a fuck about the FBI. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about you'd be the driving into, You'd be driving into work listening to that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then they're getting investigated the next day, the Butthole Surfers. Gibby Haynes getting investigated. <laughs> My favorite song by Butthole Surfers is a song. <laughs> you ever heard that song? One? <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, it's called. <laughs> <laughs> I have to give that a whirl later. I have to give it a whirl. Such a great song. So thank you once again for being the old guys talk yes, metal sometimes punk podcast. We hail you. <laughs> thank you for being on. Michael Anderson, everybody. It has to have you back on, man. But for now, thank you so much for being. I hope you had a good time. Love thank it. you for bringing, for bringing some beers into the studio and chatting with us. We'll have you back real soon. Outstanding. So we'll talk to you again, man. Thank you for being on. Take it out, Bobby. Well, it's not the radio show, my friend. You're listening to old guys talk metal and sometimes punk punks. Don't forget it. It's the Old Guys Talk Metal podcast. Go to oldguystalkmetal.com and thank you. 